that almost turned into throat singing. That was awesome. Can we do every episode that way now? From like ever? Just Mongolian yeah. throat singing. Don't fuck, fuck conversation. I just want to do that from now on. Oh, that sounds cool. I feel like I just broke through. <laughs> so how about this? That's the name of this thing that we do. I'm Alan Dempsey, and this guy is named... Rafiq Shaheen, and with us is the very talented uh, Sophia Sanchez. You're supposed to confuse them and make them say their own name. Yeah, but it's you cool totally... to not have to do that. <laughs> it feels a little masturbatory. Yeah, that's that's kind of our vibe, is we like to unprepare everybody right. until they, and just watch, look at them in silence until they go, oh, I'm so-and-so. Uh, Alan, yeah. Alan is very much a proponent of controlled chaos, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I want it controlled. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Uh, Didn't you watch? You you would not survive the world burning, though. Of course like, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm barely surviving now. I'm on yet another medication. I don't... <laughs> I'm like, just world burning. Fuck that shit. Uh, I'm turning my phone off. <laughs> That's why I'm distracted. All right. So, uh, for those at home, Sophia is a comic out of Tampa. You are actually now a headliner, right? Is this your first headlining show coming up? Or? Yes, it is. I would not necessarily call myself a headliner <laughs> yet, but maybe after I headline, I will still continue to not call myself that. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Co- comics have this weird... Uh, you You know... Comics always have this weird thing of like either too much ego or not enough ego for like everything. I feel like even <laughs> if I did headline at least three things, I would still feel really douchey to refer to myself as a headliner. Yeah, but that's you know the reason I mean? why. Why? Well, how I long you been doing it? I've been doing it for like four years or so. That's part of it. Yeah. At, at four years of your headlining, you, there's probably a lot of uh, self doubt there. Even though you, clearly you deserve Paralyzingly. it. Paralyzingly. I mean, I don't know. Deserve is. Subjective, I suppose. Well, it's luck. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some skill to it, though. I think there's like, uh, yes. I, I, it, it, nobody's giving headline positions to someone who's just dog shit. Well, th- I'd hope not, but you know, it's cool. I'm excited. I hope I don't fuck it up. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. yeah. My, uh, I'm sure I've told this, but my first official like feature, getting paid feature money, went so badly that I got comedy fired. I yeah, got, I got demoted to Damn. host. Yeah, so I think like when we talk about this stuff, it's like everybody has their own trajectory, not to be cheesy, but like with stand up, there's just still a lot of shit I haven't done. I've never pre- put on it. I've never produced a show and I've probably hosted like two open mics and like two shows in the past four years. I'm a horrible host. That's actually a really good question. So like, like I don't know. Like I was always, I can say, the hosting thing, I'm like really, I'm really having trouble. With. I'm really good at hosting because so I I can... don't care so much when I'm hosting that it just it oozes off of me of like yeah who gives a shit we're you know if I fuck it up who gives a shit I'm just here to say that guy's name so eh, there's a lot know. of responsibility in it and I, I find it very difficult I so, personally yeah personally. I, I, I I think the I get really nervous right I I think you're absolutely correct I think the host is one of the most important positions on the show not because the host himself or herself is important it's just because like they set the tone for everything that's about to happen and you're kind of like representing a lot of people at once right and the establishment 
the, that, and like the people working there and like all wanting, of the, all of that is the exact opposite of my attitude anytime I ever hosted yeah. my whole attitude was hey you guys don't like me huh that's cool here's someone you will like and then I, I'm out I don't have to worry about it you it's know so interesting because there is that is kind of a nice sentiment because even if you don't do good or do well with your own set if you set the bar low, maybe that's a good thing. I mean, that's definitely what happened to me when I hosted this last thing. Right. I still so, have friends for some reason. Right. So. <laughs> I like how that's the minimal acceptable line. You're like, oh, cool. Like no one. I was pretty no upset because, me. like, I just I must have abandoned every bit that I started to do. Oh, I like know. it was one of those, and yeah. I was like, oh fuck, I fucked that up. I fucked that up. I was freaking out, and I, like I was trying to remember all this advice that. Someone had given oh, me like minutes that's... before. Yeah, because I wanted to do a good job. I, sometimes I try too hard. That's what's fucking shitty. You don't want to see people trying too hard. It's yeah. cringy. Yeah, yeah and th there's always that thing about like, co like comics who are just confident in what they're saying are always cool. But comics who are like, I need you to laugh at this. You're like, oh, please don't. You can't. Like, I mean, like to me. There is a lot of approval seeking in comedy. Like you're trying to make people laugh, but like you have to pretend that that's not the case. Right. And it's almost arrogant, you know. Like I'm up here. It, yeah. And well, you it's, it is. Are gonna an like me? Thing. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is an arrogant thing to be like, what? What's good? My own psychosis is so important that I need to it's share so it with weird. the world. I don't know. I think about that sometimes. Like, what's the point? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What? <laughs> that's it. Because like, I want to think of the it. We, this, we just introduced the rest of the episode because that is the depth to that. I mean, not to like, I don't know if this is dull, but it, it's like, I don't, I would like to think of it as like a service, but that sounds kind of transactional, I guess. No, I'd, I love that. I've always viewed it. So like, to me, the- It's a show. Right. And to me, the beauty of comedy is like, if I'm doing my job well, I am hopefully literally making your night better. Yeah. Like, like you want to make people enjoy themselves. I just, wow, that was never my approach. <laughs> yeah, but you. My you, approach was always like. You uh, want to connect with people, right? Or do you. But completely self-centered. But Really? But, but self-aware, self-aware, self-centered. Interesting. I am here for me. Well, that's beautiful. this is this is stuff <laughs> that I think is interesting and funny. Yeah, and hopefully I can get you on my side. Now that so doesn't let me ask you this. now that doesn't mean I wouldn't alter something. You know, say it this way to get a laugh. Rather, right, uh, obviously right, right. I did that and shit. The also. process is fun. Right, but it was. I mean, if I was up there eating a pile of shit, it was like, hey, this is what. Okay. If I was up there eating a pile of shit, it was like, hey, uh, yeah, I don't know why I had to you're do that. I'm really annoyed at you right now. <laughs> I had to close the door for no good reason. <laughs> the bathroom and now I'm frustrated. was ajar, um, um, but now it is not. So I don't even know good. what I was talking about. I, you were talking I am about ha I'm having a therapy moment. Sit. I have to rest in my feelings. <laughs> it sounds as well. <laughs> sounds to I, me like you were saying that you would really yeah, commit. Yeah. Even oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was eating a bowl of shit, it was like that even kind of became what was funny about it. That's like, beautiful. Like, hey, guys, we're all in this together, so and I, I have to do another five minutes, so here the fuck we go, <laughs> you know? And it, like, this is what I brought. This is what I have. This is what I do. 
So we're all going in flames together. Here's the next thing that you're not going to like, you know. At, you know, which I've always re- admired about you, but I, I will say this, and I say this, you know, with as much love as I can. You have always played it as like too cool for school. <laughs> like, ev- like it, it doesn't matter what we're doing together. We could be sitting outside, and someone would come over and be like, "Oh, we're we're just giving you a hundred thousand dollars," and you would just be like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Like, you know, I know I deserve this. And it's like, motherfucker, no, you don't. (laughs) I I receive your criticism and I will process it over the next week. (laughs) The word curmudgeon comes to mind, but I feel that way often as well. I don't know that I'm a different angle. I I don't know. I don't think you're a curmudgeon. I take it back. You haven't known me that long. Well, um. No, I don't know that I'm kind of right, though. (laughs) (laughs) I've been accused of such. I've just gotten to a point in my life where I'm not. uh, It's hard for me to get excited about things. I am a curmudgeon, (laughs) I would say. Like Like, I get excited before you got here. He saw I got a picture of the Metroid game that's coming out. That's my background on my phone. He said, "Oh, you're getting excited, right?" And I was like, "Oh, fuck!" Like that's yeah. that's what got me jazz. Was talking about Metroid. Well, as long as you if can somebody find came it in somewhere. with a hundred grand, I it, it, for me, there's so much behind that hundred grand. Yeah, there, I mean, I money comes with a lot of responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I can't just get excited because now I'm thinking about, well, all right, so what am I doing with a hundred grand? How much is going to my mom? How much? You know, like there's no wee, yeah. you know. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I, I was I was looking at you know like when you're talking about like comedy as a service, right? And you know that kind of like self-centered thing. To me, the self-centered portion of it always hits me after the show because there's that thing of like during the show, I'm like, I'm here to provide a service. I'm here to do a thing for you. You know, to show like. I don't want to say love, but to be like, hey, I'm making people laugh and I'm making people's nights better and I'm doing a thing, you know. And then after the show, when people come up to you and they're like, hey, man, that was fantastic. And you get to relax. That's right. the best part of it because you don't have to like think about what you're going to say anymore. Right. And that's and that's when my ego goes like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Even if it goes I'm not, poorly. You know what? I was going to try to offer you advice. And then I was like, I'm sitting across from a headliner, so why don't I do shut the fuck? Up and not I, will, I would love you to hear your advice. No, I like, I hit a flounder at the four-ish year <laughs> mark. I definitely hit this moment where I was like, I'm no longer worried about thinking about what I'm gonna do. That's good. I and and I I like that. I, that doesn't mean I didn't know exactly what I was gonna do when I got up there. I mean, I certainly practiced it or whatever. But yeah, had um, a plan. Yeah, but I, I I had this very distinct moment one night where I had my plan and I had been rolling over my plan and then kind of read the room and realized I, I can't it, do yeah. something else. So I went up there basically cold and I was yeah. like, like on the way up, I was like, you know what? I can't just go into my shit. I'm going to have to do some, I'm going to have to get these people on my side a little bit. So I, I spent like three, I spent about three minutes just fucking around yeah. And then once I kind of got everybody on my side, then I went into some prepared shit. You, you know? don't want to over plan because then you're not organic and yes. you're not re- like interacting or connecting. Sometimes and I think that can be a little robotic. I, I think guess. that depends on the person. I was just yeah. about to say, like, like, I think that, you know, Carlin. I mean, wrote, so rehearsed. You know, 
Carlin wrote essays yeah. and every performed them beat, word for word. Every beat. Yeah. Right. You know, that ain't me. But everyone's, I mean, yeah, I like Carlin. I like the word stuff. But I think, like, Dave Attell is the type of comedian sure. that I, like, they're different things almost when you look at them side by right. side. But they're doing the same <clears throat> shit, sort of. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. You know that. what I'm saying? Like, from, Those are two guys that I really like, but they're not very similar. Right. For me, it's... I'm I'm one of those people where I have to practice to the point that it becomes second nature yeah. because I I go so far practice wise that when I come back around to being on stage I just feel like I can do whatever because I know where all the beats are supposed to be I know how to do the high wire act that is comedy and then at the end of the day you know I just find myself ad-libbing because it's like oh cool like i'm gonna say this and then who cares i can just say whatever because you i got, find like a flow state almost right because i go like i have like 10 seconds between the end of this bit and the start of the next bit so i can just talk about this dude's shirt you know who yeah. gets shit i think yeah. like for me if i just don't get super drunk i usually go <laughs> oh we've all been there i like have a, that's another issue but like i've been really not drinking as much before and it's made a big difference. But you've seen me just flounder because I'm like forgetting shit because I'm hammered. Yeah. It's so <laughs> that's <my> so <laughs> sad when you see it happen to someone else too. They're like cadence is all fucked up. Right. So uh, my my favorite line of thought along that actually comes from Josh Wolf because I remember seeing him do a show and like some dude in the audience kept on sending him drinks and he he took like the first one. And then, like, afterwards, the guy, like, tried to send up, like, two or three more. And his response was, like, I work for an hour a night. <laughs> if I can't be sober for an hour at work, like, what's wrong with me? Dude, that hits. Right? <laughs> and beautiful. I, like, and that was the thing, too, because I used to drink a lot before I would get up on stage because I was like, oh, this will help me be more me. It makes me, me do so much worse. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I just drink anyways. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I don't know. Well, I was listening to, not to go off on a tangent, no. but like I was listening to this thing where this guy, he was like an alcohol historian, and he was saying that like historically <laughs> people, you know, it, it gets, it lessens, it hinders your inhibitions, and that's like what adults are seeking because it brings them back to like childhood but like maybe we are supposed to have inhibitions. right i <laughs> like maybe those are underrated so i actually spoke <laughs> i to don't a, know that a, was no you make a great point, point. I, sp I spoke to a comic about this the other day where he was talking about like part of the key thing of comedy is like when you get really good at comedy you get to kind of revert back to that state of childhood of like, oh, I don't have to worry about what people think about me or, you know, what it I'm going to say or, you know, I can just be, yeah, playful, whimsical, whatever. I heard this quote and I didn't understand it until I had been doing comedy for a while. It was, the more you do stand up, you are more comfortable on stage and less comfortable in the real world. That's hilarious. And I didn't, when I first heard that, I hadn't really done comedy yet. And then when I started doing comedy a lot, that's when I was like, oh, I get it now. Because all of those social contracts don't exist on stage. But <laughs> I <know>? love, <laughs> right. I love like making people, I try to like make people laugh in the real world all the time. And it's so nice when it hits. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, just 
you know first friday it's the very movie? annoying but it's like in saint pete the first friday every month like oh the when they yeah. out and there's just drunk people everywhere i was just like walking in the street and just like heckling people and trying to make them <laughs> like gorilla comedy and it was like really fun i told like a bunch of real tough looking dudes who were just like all wearing different forms of neon apparel. They're all just like sta- like hard stancing, like with power stances, kind of, you know, with their hands like this, like <laughs> just looking real tough, but like neon. The and hardest I told motherfuckers them, in St. Pete. I told them they looked like crossing guards. And <laughs> they were like, hey, you're stupid. And then, and then, I, and then I said that they, li- they looked like these guys at the airport, like the guys who wave the cones around. Like they're just doing like traffic wands, like yeah, blowing yeah, whistles yeah. in the street. And, like the guy, and the, the, they thought that was pretty funny. I think that was actually boys to men. <laughs> they came down to St. Pete for first ride. They have an age today. <laughs> they looked cool, though. I don't know what they were doing, but I think they were in some kind of... Uh, so we're in cahoots. Yeah, there's a certain thing about you're all matching. Yeah, I don't get that. There, like, as guys, if you're hanging out with your guy friends and you're like, "Oh, we all gotta wear like similar shit," I go like, "Why? Like, yeah. what?" <laughs> like, it's like, well, then we'll go get the tiki aren't, torches. Aren't, <laughs> yeah. aren't we impressive ladies? Shouldn't you fuck all <laughs> of us? At the same time. <laughs> oh, dude, I. So what you just said reminded me, like, I've been thinking about this forever and a day now, but like, I, I was watching a nature documentary about like peacocks and doing that whole like the dance, right? Was it the Ray, Ad- wait, the, the guy with the one, never mind, keep going. <laughs> I wish to God you I, had not David stopped. David Attenborough. No, I, okay, I was, was going to say, one? yeah. I, I the whole Ray time Bradbury that was... Bradbury and David Attenborough. I was just hoping that. that you wouldn't stop. I just wanted to watch you do that for the next, like, <laughs> four minutes. I've been doing that a lot today. Tip of the tongue phenomena. Uh, Please continue. But, like, they, they were talking about doing the, like, how they, like, do the dance and shake their feathers and everything to, like, attract mates. And I was like... How great would it, like there's that whole douchey thing and like pickup artist nonsense of like oh peacocking is a thing but I go how great would it be if peacocking was an actual peacock thing like if you were just sitting at a bar right and you're like oh man that that girl at the end's hot and Alan's like I'm gonna go talk to her and he just whoop at like a like, whole group of <laughs> it's called river dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That is uh, that is my heritage, and yes. I that's how I approach the ladies. I, I clog my way over. Yeah, river dancing is good. It looks like you're just trying to get dirt off. Your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like look I at him. I somewhere. give him this look, like "What's up?" While I'm clickety clack, 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 clack. It's very masculine. You know? Yeah. It's very <laughs> sexual. <laughs> it's, the, it's not the, a bar stool left unsoaked. Yeah. Look at that. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Alex Mack. Remember that? Oh, wow. Very cummy a... when you think about it. <laughs> I like the expression very cummy. Very like, cummy. like ectoplasm. <laughs> it's like shines like mercury. Have you met my friend Alan? He's very cummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's a quality to be desired, I'd say. <laughs> it's a quality to be desired. That would be that would be a great like Passage for like a book review, like yeah, <laughs> just, yes, yes. just Alan's memoir. Very, very cummy. cummy. I think cummy sounds more like a, what a sommelier would say, like if they're tasting like <laughs> wine. They're like, oh, it's this a, one, uh, it's got it's an got essence to, of cum. Yeah, mm. it's cum like cummy notes. 
Because <laughs> they do have some wacky, wacky terms and adjectives for the wine. Did you guys <laughs> ever see those degenerate, rich alcoholics? Do you mean my childhood? Oh. Like this? They'll, they'll swish it around and they'll <laughs> yeah. be like, oh, this one. Oh, yeah, no, dude. Tennis ball. So, so yeah. Come. So, like, it's, again, very weird because, like, in my childhood, I actually had to go. back to the booze. Well, I, so I had to go through like a bunch of like training as a kid because like my mom used to be married to like the ambassador of Liberia before she oh, met my shit, dad. That's right. And there was like a whole Jesus thing Christ, like, Rafiq. I've known you for about 10 years and I've never heard that your mom was married to the fucking ambassador. This guy's life is more I fascinating. That you are an interesting this person. guy is the most fat, and he doesn't. <laughs> I thought I was an interesting person. No, what's a hilarious? You don't, like, talk about yourself. That that's much. the hilarious part is that he has no concept of how bizarre his life is. He's just like, yeah, my aunt, you know, the president of Liberia. Anyway, I'm like, what do I do? Yeah, I Your feel like aunt? we chat about things, and then like, I don't know. It's not very identity centered. <laughs> yeah, and that's I probably guess. for the best. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, like to me, I guess, you know, and I've told Alan this before, but like that stuff is not super important to me because, you know, it is one of those like, well, it's just childhood. You right, know, like, right, you just, yeah. like when you're a kid, when you're a kid, every kid's had to take like a class and something that they didn't give a shit about because like. Yeah, usually you know. it's just 4H though. When yeah. I was about when I was about 5, communion. I, I told my mom that I wanted to be in commercials cuz I'm 5 and right. it looks cool to be a in kid in commercials. So <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. She signed me up for modeling classes. Aww. God bless her. God right. bless her for doing it. But the entire time I was in these modeling classes, I had no idea what I was doing there because I was like, why am I not in commercials? (laughs) I thought that I was going to be in commercials and you're showing me how to like literally there was a whole class on how to like properly eat soup. And I'm thinking, okay, I guess this is the proper. What I don't connect is if you're on camera and you're pretending to eat soup, eat it this way. I just think, I don't know. I got a guy here teaching me how to eat soup. Yeah, you I don't you know why I'm like, not in commercials right, right now. You thought you were going to like a camp where <laughs> I didn't know what camp, I was you're doing. Be on TV. You wanted to go into the TV. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> You, you really just wanted to play with Nerf guns. <laughs> you didn't know how to express it. <laughs> I love Nerf guns. I shot like a Nerf gun two days ago for the first time in like 10 years. I remember it happened. Well, yeah, they're like. so much fun. It's, it's super weird that like, it's weird as an adult that like you, you age out of certain things because people are like, oh, that's no longer age appropriate. But you're like, this is still fun. Shooting like, things dude, is pretty fun. Like you wanna... pellet guns. Do you guys ever fuck with those when you were kids? Like shooting cans with pellet guns. Yeah. Are, that is so fun and satisfying. There, anytime as a, I'm talking 30 plus adult that I've been to a party that had a slip and slide, I was like, <gasps> fuck oh, yes. Yeah. Slip and slides are the shit. How I don't do care how old you are. Have Have you guys? So I don't know water if they've park. been back since. But did you guys ever do slide the city? Didn't you and I do it one time, or I, did you do it? I know I, I didn't did. do it. Okay. I was like in a bad place emotionally, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> what is but that? you were like, "All right, I'll go do it." So <laughs> like, it's super fun. Basically, what they did is they took one of those like curved bridges in Tampa. And they turned it into a giant water slide. Holy shit. So, like, 
You had some torn ACLs. Oh yeah, no, dude. Like I had to buy a new phone because I forgot that <laughs> like my phone was in my bag when I was sliding, and I was like sliding on my stomach, and then like I fucked up a little bit and like rolled onto my back and then rolled really over. Fast? Oh yeah, because you're going down the fucking bridge. So Which like bridge. Uh, it's like in Tampa. It's like right near downtown Tampa, Holy near shit. like Waterworks, but like so like right around. Uh, I couldn't tell you the specific street name anymore, but it's, it's like right near where like the Straz is and everything. Okay. But it's it was so much fun. And it was just one of those things of like for 25 bucks, you get to go on this gigantic <laughs> water slide and it's like, or gigantic slip and slide. And it's like, yes, why would you not? Do you, like, there was, this reminds me of this thing that there was a Netflix show. There One episode was about this, it was a race in like Ireland down or somewhere in England down in this really steep hill. A bunch of white people just race down this hill after a wheel of cheese. Oh, you know yeah. What I'm talking about? And they have like different. Does the winner <laughs> get to eat the cheese? What's they, the deal with the cheese? They keep it. So like apparently. What is that? Yeah. So I, I forget. It's white people shit. <laughs> it, is it is hilarious. Because they shit. like, this one chick is like, everyone was bum shuffling, but what I do is I do shoulder roll. And she like dislocates her shoulder, but she wins. She's like doing like judo rolls. Right. She's right. like, over her shoulder. I can't use my shoulder forever now, but it was worth it. <laughs> so like, that's one of those traditions that I know what you're it's talking like about. hundreds like, of years yeah. old. And it's like. It's like one dude lost his wheel of cheese one day. Everyone chased after it, and they've been doing it for a hundred years. I don't know since. if they replaced the wheel of cheese yeah. or not. Uh, they probably do, right? Yeah, I okay. would. I would assume. I would assume after a hundred years, probably eat like it you then. would just. I guess. <laughs> sure. But, I don't really know. Right. I mean, there's. It kind just of sounds. Some... It sounds like it's really not about the cheese. That's yeah. really what I'm getting out of this. Yeah. So I love. I, I love festivals <laughs> like that. Like there's in. I think it's Estonia. There's like the bride race where like. It's like all like if you want what they call it. <laughs> they, yeah, it's so it's like if you want to get married, like there's like a festival they they do where it's like all the women put on brides dresses, all the men in tuxes, and like in order, in order <laughs> and for you tackle the woman you tackle is your bride. Only one gets raped. <laughs> Sorry, the well, winner. <laughs> no, so like it's the other way around. So it's like the groom. Oh, they the, the women do the raping. Yeah, well, That's yes, sick. yes. It's a very female centered. Uh, Sorry, go you on. Know, so like the the men take off down the hill and then the women chase after and it's like if you catch your groom then it's official right like it's, oh shit you know it's like oh it's legal now yeah you know? so wait a minute that means that the most athletic woman caught the worst running guy that that's not a good match no I th I th I think at this point in time it's more of like this is me and my girlfriend Alex. You know, I'm going to take off running, <laughs> and she's gonna if she catches me. You yeah. know, it's a fun thing. It's the same way as like German Father's Day is so much cooler than American Father's Day. Go on. So, like in Germans Father's Day, like it's you build a beer cart with your dad, and then you <laughs> ride into the woods and drink beer and like grill and shit like that. That sounds awesome, right? <laughs> That's fascinating. Right? Americans Father's Day is like, oh, you yeah, gave your dad a the, tie. Like, like <laughs> he goes to get cigarettes and never comes back. <laughs> oh. his, it's his gift to himself. Right. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, Billy. It's a great Father's Day gift. I'm just gonna just gonna go get my own and just uh, see it in forty. Gonna years. go see my mistress. <laughs> 
My headphones keep popping out. It's bugging me. Uh, stuff and things. <laughs> How do your ears I, feel? <laughs> Fine. I'm getting cauliflower ear. It's ever so slight. That, have you been have you been getting in a lot of fist fights? No. It's from judo, right? It's from jujitsu, but Ju- so I, yes, jiu-jitsu, you've been getting yes. in a lot of fist There's fights. There's no fists. <laughs> no fisting. So how? <laughs> I started doing stand up and jujitsu the same week. Isn't oh, that fun? Really? So it's about four years. Yeah. For you. Nice. It's cool because like um, I think both of those things have measurable progress, quantifiable in some right. ways. So it's been fun to like have. I so no, I totally get that. I, I used to do judo in college. Yeah. And like You were in college when you did judo? Yeah. Did you start when you were a kid, like a young boy? No, I started in college. That's it was wild. It was one of those things of like there was, you know, like I've been a fat fuck my entire life. And, you know, it was like, well, you know, if you're gonna be a fat fuck, you might as well be a strong fat fuck. You're not fuck. a fat fuck, but you know. Did you oh, find that you. it was really hard <laughs> on your body? No, ju- like drops and sh- throws. And I mean, like it, it was, I, it, I find judo really fucking hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm not stuck. With, I've done like three judo classes and my yeah. spine always hurts. It like, it's, that a, sounds it's, good. It's you should a, probably keep doing that. It's crazy. It, it's like, it's difficult, but like the, the it's, it's impact, a lot of impact. Yeah. Well, I mean like that's part of the thing you <laughs> if learn against. If you there's know, one thing like I know about properly. the human frame, it should sustain a lot of impact. I mean, Especially ideally you're supposed to like <laughs> slap out and like fall really gracefully and you get good at that. But like learning how to fall is like, it's easier for kids because they're just like, right. You know. I got a friend who just started in the last few years. He's my age. So he's 42. And he just maybe three, four years ago, he started one of those, a judo or which one? I don't know. Whichever probably one jiu-jitsu. everyone's doing now. Jiu-jitsu, probably that probably. one. Does he wear the gi? Sure. Have you seen? Okay. Well, here's Please why I'm, here's why I'm saying it. He's a big motherfucker. He's just a large fella. Yeah. And there's footage of him like winning matches, but God bless him. I can't do it. I'm not talking shit. I don't see a guy who's doing a lot of crazy technical stuff. What I see is a guy who just at the the second (laughs) they say go, the second they say go, he just manhandles the fuck out of the other guy and just basically like just throws him. And it's like, yeah, you won. I mean, it's an approach. (laughs) We have uh, a, there's a guy at my gym who, is a former NFL player and watching him compete. I was like, Oh man, that poor guy. <laughs> cause like, well, I mean, cause you know how football players, they are good at just mauling people. So <laughs> he just mauled this guy, got the points for the takedown. It, it, so that was my, took p- his back. Yeah. Like his fucking football players. I'm that, jealous. That was my problem in college is because like, again, always been a fat fuck, but like in college, it's like, who are you going to compete against? Well, people in your weight class. And it's like, well, what's my weight class at like 22? And it's like, it's like 250. And it's like, well, who are the only people who are going to weigh 250 around college? Oh, these are masters who have been doing this for 40 years and weigh 300 pounds. So he's the closest guy to your weight size. (laughs) So fucking, you know. Don't die. What's your favorite throw? Um, so Ponsonagi was always the, like my go-to just because again, like it, you know, when you're talking about manhandling somebody, it's like, okay, cool. This is something like slightly technical and something that I can do. But Sayanagi's like, like over the shoulder. Yeah. And what's Ipon? It's at one point. 
Okay, so, so like, because the, they do the drop Sayanagi and the standing Sayanagi, right? right? And do you do the standing one? Yeah. So, like, the the whole point was, that like... That shit's cool as fuck. I can't do it. Well, so that's the thing. Again, like, at my size, you know, when I'm practice, when I was practicing against other people in, like, the our school, it was like, oh, cool, we're all, like, I'm one of the biggest dudes here outside of, like... Kevin and I, I think the other guy's name was Steven or whatever. It's like, we're the three biggest dudes here. So like outside of these two, when we're running through drills with everyone in class, I can just like pick you up yeah. and put you over here. And that's not a it's problem very for very tiring me. for a small person. Right. <laughs> but then you get to like competition and it's like, you're the only person in your age group. And the next closest guy is like, 43 old man strength right and he's (laughs) he's 43 he weighs like 350 he does this professionally he's a black belt you're a yellow belt fucking fight and it's like oh cool (laughs) i'm gonna walk away with a bronze just because i'm one of three people here so I'm kind of proud I survived. I thank <laughs> yeah. you for my medal of This shame. is my I didn't die medal. <laughs> yeah. Look, Ma, I lived. You can use it as a sling. Yeah. The thing that actually had me stop and, you know, I've kind of always regretted it looking back is like uh, we were doing drills one day and I landed and I got my foot caught in the mat, like in Ow. the little joint in between the two. Did you fuck your knee up? So when I was trying, I was trying to roll back up to be like, yeah, I got this. And like my foot got caught and I tore all the ligaments from like my toe up to my knee. Oh, shit. Because like I I was trying to like jump up. So basically it's like. And it was like one of those serious mo- ankle roll. Yeah, it was one of those moments where like you can hear the snap sound. Oh. And you're like, oh, this is not OK. Like this That's is awful. Yeah, I yeah. had a pretty bad ankle injury. My ankle looked like it was massive. Like, I had a cankle. And I still had to keep barbacking. That thing was huge. It, it just speaks to the resilience of the human condition, though. Because when you get hurt like that, you think you're going to be hurt forever. And, like, some guy... you're bombing. Right, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like something about suffering. You forget that you're going to be fine eventually. Yeah, well, so it's funny that you say that. I was listening to uh, something off of uh, NPR's Hidden Brain recently, and they were talking about how humans have difficulty recognizing, like, there's the present version of you, but there's also the future version of you. Right. So, like, when you have an issue, like a physical malady or, like, you get hurt or whatever, you go like, oh, right now the world is ending. Yeah. But you're not thinking of like, in five minutes, Rafiq will still be alive. And five minutes from now, Rafiq will be looking back on this going like, well, that sucked. Like, What do you think is worse? Um, this is kind of a weird question, but like extreme pain or extreme discomfort? Define discomfort. Mm. Like nausea and like shitting your pants. Like being like a really bad like um like stomach virus. Or like being like maimed or something. <laughs> or like having or having like severe chronic pain, maybe. As a guy who suffers from a lot of chronic shit, I will say that I would rather have the immediate broken arm pain. Yeah, I think pain comes with like all kinds of endogenous chemical release. But I right. feel like discomfort, the slow burn, yeah. is what makes it starts people to, kill themselves. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, it sounds I can tell weird, you, I'm it's perverse. I, I have no, well, it's not weird and perverse. I'm, I'm telling you as a guy with experience. Yeah. I, because that's what steals your like. Just yes, I'm exhausted all the time. I'm right now. I'm on another therapy to try to get my head from being foggy all the fucking time. And I'm sorry. like, yeah, it's not. It's not okay. Like there, there comes a point where you wake up and you go, Jesus Christ, I'm sick again. I'm always sick. Yeah, boy, I'm tired of being sick. And you start to go like, I can't fucking live like this anymore. You know, I'd much rather. Be Check like, out early. Well, no, I'm saying I, in terms of her thing, I'd much rather like, ow, my arm hurts because it broke. Yeah. And I'm going through the therapy like and I'm and focusing shit. on mending my arm. And now my arm is better. That was a weird experience. I'd, I'll take that any day over yeah. the stuff. Or I like s- if you get your arm chopped off or bit off, chopped. Yeah. If you got your arm bit off by a shark, you like get overcome with like endorphins and adrenaline that you don't even feel it supposedly. Mm-hmm. That's fucking That's, sick. So my, my fear along those lines has never been like the death, right? Is like the, you go skydiving or bungee jumping or whatever. And it's like, oh, the cord snapped, the chute didn't open. And I go like, all right, you're dead. I go, that's not the terrifying thing. The terrifying thing is you hit the bottom and somehow you're still alive. Oh, yeah. But broken. And like, and not like broken in the sense of like, oh, I have a disability that I now have to learn how to live with. I mean, like broken of like, oh, cool. When I breathe, one of the shards jabs <laughs> into my lungs, you know, and this is how it's going that, to be for the rest chronic, of my day. That's chronic discomfort. That, right. You know, because eventually you do come accustomed it won't hurt as bad a month from now but it hurts every time you breathe and at some point you go jesus christ every time like when i do the normal function of breathing ouch right i don't want to live like this anymore you know i either need a surgery or i need a bullet in the head well i hope that you find something that helps yeah they just put me on a yeah i'm on a i'm on a, a sinus steroid now I have to squirt a steroid into my fucking head. It takes about 30 minutes because you have to do both sides. Which is the steroid? I don't remember the name of it. It starts with a D. Okay. But uh, basically, I have uh, rhinitis, which is like you get swollen sinuses. Mm-hmm. I have both allergic and non-allergic rhinitis. Interesting. So I just live in a head cold. My, yeah. my normal state is snotting in a head cold. So now we're like, okay, we're going to start squirting stuff into your skull. To try to fix this. Damn. That, man, that's... Oh, I'm glad it's you, not me. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what to say yep. about that. I got shot in the butt with um, prednisone a couple years ago because mm. I just had an insane hive episode for mm-hmm. no reason. Oof. I got to show you a picture of that later. <laughs> Do you remember that? I definitely I, posted pictures so, of yeah. <laughs> It was wild, my brain I looked went, like a leper. My brain went... A picture of her butt? What? What just happened? No, not a picture of my butt. <laughs> okay. But my butt also had hives on it. Oh. Like my entire body. Like for some reason, it didn't really get to my airways. But yeah, they shot me. Do they the even butt. know what it like? Were no. you, you so you don't know if it was allergic or? I mean, people get hives from cortisol, like from just stress. Yeah. But like there was nothing that I put. It wasn't. I had. It's just weird. I mean, people get freak hives sometimes. Freak the, hives. The, like that kind of But what, they were really, really fucking bad. Right. And they kept getting worse. And they were all over my face. Kind I was unrecognizable. Kind of what you were saying before of like how amazing the human body is. It, it, the human body is so 
fantastical because it's like you can have a moment of like chronic pain where your body goes like we're just gonna release you know some drugs into your system and you're gonna fucking not focus on this and get over it and it'll be fine but the body will also 30 seconds later go like oh is that grass we smell time to close your airways (laughs) (laughs) that's fun yep it's like uh, god it's like, yeah. I'm not sure which one you we're supposed to be doing right now. Can we do both? I feel like, like we forget that we're alive. That like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like our bodies are. <laughs> well, it's like freaks me out. your body is like on. Uh, there's that weird thing of like, there's the conscious self of like, this oh, is yeah. Rafiq. This is what he thinks about things. And then the house you live in. Right. <laughs> that The house, you, house on the prairie. Yeah. The house you live in is all automated. So it's just making shit up as it goes along. It makes you kind of feel bad for it sometimes. I'm like, oops. I don't know. I ate pizza, like half a pizza at 730 this morning. Out of ranch right. though. <laughs> Out of ranch. But Wait, yeah, I probably of, could have treated my body. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. I need you to clarify that. We didn't Did you have say, ranch, so that was disappointing. I put like on your pizza. On your pizza? Oh yeah, I I like You're, to do a little dip. That's not right. That's not. <laughs> I like sauce. I don't know. It doesn't have to be. That's ranch. not sauce. Don't don't do that. <laughs> treat don't treat extra, yourself better than that. Extra marinara. Too. Now, that, there you go. Wait, that's, that that's yeah, something. You guys, you guys don't like ranch? Do you eat wings? Oh, I re- I eat wings and like I. Do you do any like? I I look. I'm gonna be honest. I go if it's I'm not blue cheese or like maybe like barbecue or honey mustard. Yeah. Like whatever the fuck else. Unless unless you're if you're doing hot wings, that's one thing, right? I I I, I really my, like ranch. I don't know. I think it's good. <laughs> I mean, like you, especially when it's like the really jiggly, like thick, Oof. like almost looks like. Um, now it sounds like you're trying to make me sick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that you have gut issues. He, so <clears throat> he has medical problems. That's my favorite part in the about, Big Lebowski. We can also talk about my <laughs> gut issues if you really want to go down that road. Um, you maybe you should try fecal transplants. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you one. fecal transplant. Like somebody puts their that? own shit I don't really in know. me. You, they don't really yeah, do it like that. that. So basically, like it's for people who have like chronic, gut, you know, people with gastro. Okay. Shit going on. Yeah. So the it's actually really good to repopulate gut flora in people who. Oh, got, if like, that's the issue. Yeah. That ain't my issue. Because they have bad. They got bad flora, so they gotta give them some of that good flora. <clears throat> so we're at about forty-ish. Sorry, minutes I was like really gross. That's okay. Um, <laughs> This is, a, this is a comedy I, I, podcast, and I'm, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think I have vocal fry? I don't even know what that is. Okay, please continue. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to continue. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I'm going to pass this across to you, and um, just, you know, just your initial gut reactions, emotional, intellectual, just I'm ready for take it. Take this. Just share it with the audience. Just tell us. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, um, well, what we're looking at here is a compact disc. Mm-hmm. Can you describe the casing itself? Well, it's quite thin, mm-hmm. I will say that. It's almost as if it were made in somebody's home. Yeah, yes. Wow, that is a lot of tracks. Mm-hmm. It has 100 tracks on it. Yeah. Um, number four. Supposedly. 94 is Dick Hunter. Dick Hunter. About. By the way, that's not what that one's about. <laughs> Oh, actually, it says Duck Hunter. Jesus Christ, I got to get my eyes checked. Anyways, uh, um, what Ed you, the ha- Machine Regime mm-hmm. <laughs> tells 
dot, 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 dot. That is an odd number of ellipses. Uh-huh. 100 <laughs> of the funniest jokes he's ever heard. Four exclamation points. Uh-huh. Again, odd number. It's an even number. But um, I think this guy, like, may have been my a substitute teacher of mine. <laughs> That's a good call. That's a good call. We haven't heard that one yet. Is, is, is this a comedy thing? He looks like a, a magician. This, this guy like is, a, he's basically a cruise ship comic. Uh, we've watched his act. It's actually not bad. I'm sure he's good. He, uh, he looks good. He, he, you know, it ain't it ain't for us. No one in this room would laugh at his material. I probably would laugh at it. But he, you know, he kills on cruise ships. He 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 does very well. He's got a handful. He's of, got his niche. He kills on. He's cruise got ships. a handful of like film appearances and stuff. He was actually on Tarantino's last movie as like the waiter. Um, so anyway, uh, this was bought. I, I don't know if you'd noticed. It he was signed. It. it is signed for me. Somebody bought me this as a sincere present. Um, it probably won't surprise you to know that most of these tracks do not line up t- with the actual joke. Okay. So, like, we've gone through, we we have gone through 46 of them, so we're almost halfway. Okay. Um, cool. At least one of them, maybe two, at least one of them just cut out halfway through. He was like, so there's this guy, and then it was just next track. Um, <laughs> what year did he make this? Oh, that's a great question. This was bought for me, and I want to say... Who bought it for you? Uh, my sister-in-law. Oh, that's <laughs> Isn't that sweet? But um, then I've made fun of it ever since. Um, Does he know you? Who? This man? Oh, no. Know each other? <laughs> no, she we, was on a cruise. No, I understand that much, but like, I don't know. I thought I, there might be some like romantic ending to those. No, no. Cradle we, each other's balls we, while staring. We would love for Ed to cradle night. our balls. Yeah. That would be. I want to punch fucking Ed's balls. My goal with this podcast, honestly, is to have him on to just confront him about this, and then I don't need to record another episode. That's this has become my sole purpose. For for meeting, with. he looks like he's got so many. <laughs> he looks like he's got about four ethnicities going on. First right. of all, yeah, he looks like a guy from the past. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He looks like a wise guy. Like he looks like he's gonna go like, hey, 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 hey. We don't we don't talk about family business. Outside. Well, we saw him. It looks like he owns a cheesecake factory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking yes. That's exactly what he looks like. Um, but he fucks. Like that guy. Fucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably balls deep in something right now. Um, a cassava melon. <laughs> That's a, I just, I can't. Okay, so. So uh, this is track 47. It is allegedly... Uh, let me find 47, 47. It's allegedly about Southern Bells. There's a 75% chance it will not be about Southern Bells. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Two Southern Bells are hey! sitting at a lawn party, and one says to the other, do you see that Rolls Royce out there? My husband got me that. And the other bell said, well, that's nice. And the first bell says, see this 10-carat diamond I'm wearing? My husband got me that. And the other bell said, well, that's nice. And the first bell says again, you see that string of polo ponies back there? My husband got me that. And the other bell said, well, that's nice. And the first bell said, well, I'm talking so much about me. What about you? Well, I finished finishing school. And what we learned there was when we say that's nice, we really mean who gives a fuck. Was that the joke? That 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 was was the joke. Jesus fucking Christ. 
That wow. one pissed me off. It's been a while since Ed pissed me off like this. I'm mad now. That, that wasn't was even so a so circuitous. That was not right? even a fucking punchline. Right. I'm like, Jesus Christ. At least the other ones had like a punch. They weren't good, but they had a fucking punchline. I want to go on this cruise. <laughs> oh my god! Did, you, Fini- you wanna- I finished finishing school. That I so, thought he was. By gonna, the way, like, did you? About, by like, the way, did you hear him trip? About three quarters of the way into it, he's I tripped feel over his. I bad. Work. We're just shitting on this guy, but yes. he he also like makes a lot more money than me, and is probably very because that's successful. the standard. <laughs> yeah, true. Part, part of the reason why we we play all edited is we want people to have somebody to aspire to, <laughs> somebody to just this isn't really the heights of comedy. Oh, this I, is our also, motivational. I feel like I should say something that I didn't point out, but the name of it is. He tells a hundred jokes that he's ever heard. Yeah. So these, that would imply that these are not his own jokes. They are not. Not his only own jokes. are these not his jokes. That is so weird. But occasionally, when we play one, I go, "Oh God, I used to tell this joke to my friends when I was in fourth grade." Like legit, these are jokes that I had heard and thought was funny in the fourth grade. So, yeah, we're shitting on this guy. <laughs> and what I need you to do right now is just lean into it. Okay. I need you to help yes, me shit on this guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> he looks like the guy at a Ponderosa steakhouse who comes out with a sack full of toys and asks the kid, like, hey, I got this sack full of toys for you here. And then the kid, like, looks at I didn't it. know that you were going to immediately <laughs> go after him. On such a brutal level. That really made me happy. I like Ponderosa. I'm just kidding. Is there even is that even still a place? Probably not, but neither is that guy. Ponderosa was my shit when I was a kid. What did you get? We would get I I can't remember. We would put pizza sauce on something that's not supposed to have pizza sauce on it. And me and my brother thought it was the most delectable. Yeah. Like this is the height of food. You guys are describing a completely alien world to me. Yeah, do you ever go to like Sweet Tomatoes? That's kind of like a Ponderosa steakhouse. Right? Wasn't Ponderosa, like, wasn't a it a buffet? buffet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love a buffet. Okay, so like it's a, besti- a buffet style Yeah, I think place. it was dog shit. Like I'm pretty sure it oh, wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. good. But Looking Sweet back, Tomatoes, that place was pretty good. Looking it back, was. I, I, Sweet I'll, Tomatoes? Yeah. Yeah, that place. Slapped. Ponderosa, I think, God, I mean, I'm talking, when I say child, I mean child. We lived, yeah. We lived right by one and at least two, three times a month after church. My mom would take us, and it was like all she had to do was say Ponderosa, and me and Phil were just like, oh, you know, and we would get this pizza something. It wasn't a hot dog. It was like a pizza meatloaf or something. I don't know what the fuck it was. That sounds good. But we thought it was the best food on earth. That Because I think, like, we never even went to, because you could order something or you could go to the buffet. Right. And it was like me and my brother were like, oh, we'll have the pizza whatever, thank you. you know? <laughs> the chef's <laughs> special. <Yeah. laughs> Wearing suits for some reason. Yeah. I guess it did come from church. Good, sir. And we would turn British. Daddy. <laughs> um, okay, so this guy. Explain me another one, would you? Yeah, let's do that. This is track 48. Oh, I closed it too prematurely and now i can't open it it is a very fragile cd case as it <laughs> i were. actually had to buy a bunch of new ones because they broke but it came in a case like this so i actually sought out this kind of case because it wouldn't work oh i got for one. me to pass this over in a you, real cd case that guy looks like he wears 
a short sleeve button up collared shirt mm-hmm. and then tucks it into shorts mm-hmm. like with the belt yeah, you know what I'm saying? i feel like that's a real bold move tucking the shirt in <laughs> while wearing shorts like you know it's I, got kind I, of like a safari yeah, like, i'm professional upstairs but downstairs i'm all partying like there's a lot of mobility you can kick your knees it's, it's <laughs> kind of a full it's, it's almost like a reverse full body mullet Right? right, it's party. It's party down below, business on top. Because like you notice when you ever see like a really old man wearing pants, bend to pick something up, like bend down. He pulls at his pants so they come over his knees. Mm-hmm. This guy doesn't right. have to do that because he's wearing shorts. He's, it's all party downstairs. Yeah. Well, easy access to that big hog. Yeah. All right, Massive. this one. This one is allegedly about ink blots. Ink Ooh. blots. Guy goes. This guy goes to a psychiatrist to get of an ink blot. Test. Hey! And the first picture the doctor shows him, the doctor says, what does that look like to you? And the guy said, well, it looks like a woman giving a cowboy a blowjob. Oh, God. And the doctor goes, mm-hmm. So he says, what about this one? And the guy looks at it and says, well, it looks like a man having sex with a camel. And the doctor goes, mm-hmm. And how about this one? And the guy said, well, this looks like a, a mad woman and an elephant and a robot having group sex. The doctor says, mm-hmm. Well, it's obvious you are a sexual deviant. And the guy says, I'm a sexual deviant. You're the, You're one, the one showing, showing me dirty, dirty pictures. pictures. Oh, wow. I, I knew like that, that one. <laughs> I like that he calls it an ink block test <laughs> instead of a Rorschach test, right? right? That's yeah. what the same thing, but that's a that's a real mouthful. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I'm sure the people who are clamoring for Ed are not the kind of people who need high fluting words like Rorschach. <laughs> yeah, how do you say that? Rorschach. 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 I don't care. Very, very, I was going to keep trying, I, I was going to say, up. I mean, I was going to do probably a racist accent, go very Yiddish with it. Yeah. Go for uh, it. <laughs> well, this episode has been tragically devoid of racism, and I need you to fix that right this now. This isn't racist, but Yiddish, Yiddish does have some very funny spelling of things. Like the word yarmakal. Okay, yeah. so it's yarmulke, but you, you spell it like yarmulke. It, it, yeah. Y-A-R-M-A-K-L-E, yarmulke. So like I, I have... Very interesting to me. Right, so I have family that's like Jewish. Like my family covers all... The big three, you know, like Christian, <laughs> Jews, and like sounds Muslim. like media conglomerates. I mean, like, it kind of is at this point. Like, oh, the big three point. religions. Yes, I, yeah. thought, I thought you were saying the big three ethnicities, and I was like, I wonder what those are. <laughs> Personality types. So, but like, I have family that's like Jewish, and one of the weird things though is like when you are reading like Jewish words or like Yiddish words, like you will see. Like the word Hanukkah, for example, you'll walk past the word Hanukkah and it's spelt like five different fucking ways. I feel ways. like I may have misspoke too because like, I don't know if the word Yamaka is Hebrew or if it's Yiddish. Do you know that? It's probably Hebrew, right? Because it's the religious I'm not thing. sure actually. I think I think Yamaka is But Hebrew. I like Yiddish. Like that's like my mom saying my mom says Yiddish shit even though she's not yeah. Mom, she just says like, oh, I'm A. Right, yeah. No, my mom does <laughs> she that She says too. kvetching. Yeah. Quit kvetching, which is hilarious. I'm like, I don't know like who you're embodying right now, right. but hey, keep what, it coming. What, because what spirit? I definitely wanted to convert to Italian after uh, The Sopranos. Yeah. I just, I really needed to be Italian after that show came out. I'm pretty sure you can get that worked out somehow. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what's actually... Talk kind of- to Rachel Dolezal. Mm. <laughs> You know what's actually kind of weird now that you guys say that is it reminds me of the fact of like my mom 
you know, like from being from Africa, like she, she will drop African words, but she also will kind of like your mom drop like, y- like Yiddish words. <laughs> so like what, we'll, like we'll call each other like mushbuka, right? Which just means like loved one. Right? Mushbuka. Right. But like my mom will also say like, s- like st- stop with all that yama yama or like stop with all that palava. You know, it's crazy. Which- have you ever watched? I mean, I'm sure you have. But if you watch a modern movie, YouTube video in another language, how every now and then there'll be an English phrase. Oh, yeah. And it's, right, it's like yeah. the way we say joie de vivre. You know, it'll be like a German movie. And then in the middle of this sentence, they'll say, good job. And it's uh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, like yeah. they say good job the it's same way we say, you know, say la vie or something. You right, know? exactly. And th- and that's that's kind of what I was getting at, though, is like. Culturally, it's very like weird, but also kind of like reaffirming of like, oh, we're all part of this one big human community where it's like, oh, my lovely mother from Africa is just dropping Yiddish terms. <laughs> like she's trying to be like, yeah. I hope the I hope the Borsch belts <laughs> is going to be like invite us to Christmas this year. <laughs> it's like I don't I don't think they're that's a thing anymore, but all right. Yeah. Anybody got anything else? We've been an hour, and I know you got time sensitive, ma'am. I got nothing. <laughs> Why are you going to a wrestling match? I, it's not. I can't go. But sorry. Thank you for not explaining <laughs> either of what that means. Like you, you I you, thought that it was later, and I thought I would be able to go after. Were but you participating? In, no, no. I was gonna. This spectate. was like WWE stuff. And then you already like did me a favor of making it earlier, so I didn't want to tell you that I couldn't go because <laughs> I felt bad. You could, you could have told us. We like I told you before. Was this like, an, more of an inconvenience that we no. did it earlier? I'm sorry, guys. No, I, I mean, uh, no forgiveness. And you can just cool. get out. I like it like that. <laughs> See, that's how we split up the duties is Alan is just dead on the inside, and I'm like, no, I got you. It's no problem. Sorry, guys. It's kind of like talking to your parents, or it's like, don't, don't, just tell me, don't tell your father. It's yeah, just, yeah, just oh, tell that's me, great. don't, don't tell your father. Well, it's fine. We'll fix it. Oh, that's <laughs> good. I think, I think I was in the backwards. I couldn't tell mom. I think dad was the one who'd be like, well, let's not tell mom about that one. My, ugh, dude, my, Robert was such a complex individual where it's like, there were, there are moments with my dad where it's like, I love you because I'm your son and I feel like I have to. But l- really, if we had to spend time together as people, I would just be like, mm, you're not for me. <laughs> Let yeah. me, uh, I-, I would like to just point out, we're going to, the next one's only 26 seconds long. It's going to be yeah. 26 seconds of horror. I can't wait. Um, can I just say I have an even more reason, reason to hate this man. It's called couple visit doctor. Oh, he so couldn't even get his goddamn subject and verb. Couple <laughs> visit doctor. Well, he's like a caveman. Yeah. I mean, he's got a hundred titles to put on there, Alan. You really think he's got the excess space for good grammar? Yeah. He definitely doesn't have excess space for a second fucking take. <laughs> so many of these, he's like tripping over the words or taking these pauses where you can tell he's like trying to remember what the next part of the joke is. That index... Yeah. Is a wall of text. Yeah. Like, 
That might be the funniest thing. About I, I will say, <laughs> I will Sorry. say, there's there's one thing we do need to probably correct going forward. Mm-hmm. He has, I think, officially hit more titles than he's missed. I think the last like ten have all been correct, at least ten. At least ten, yes. So maybe from here on, but see, I want to say maybe from here on out they're all correct, but that discounts the idea that that one was already incorrect earlier. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? So they swapped true. places. So at some point, they're going to get incorrect again. I mean, let, let's find out. Let's find out. This one is not about couple visit doctor. God damn it. A husband and wife go to a sex therapist because okay. the husband can't seem to get an erection no matter how hard he tries. Viagra, Cialis, Oh, there was a cut. Works. Yeah. <laughs> so the therapist says to the wife, stand here in the middle of the room. Take all your clothes off. The wife takes all her clothes off, standing naked in the middle of the room, and the therapist walks around the woman for a couple of times. Couple. And then he Sounds says like to he's the husband, reading. You're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. She can't give me a hard on either. Ah, this couple is on vacation. I hate him. trim some fat from he, some of these. He already did, apparently. <laughs> that, that thing went four extra minutes. Very good point. Yeah, good that's point. Uh, you've hit on something that we've been long suffering with this man is that he absolutely takes the longest possible route to get wherever the fuck he's going every time. Yeah. And it's it's always like superfluous language that doesn't enhance the joke at all. <laughs> like there was one or, do you remember it's so funny. I, I think the first time we ever listened to this guy the, when we did a whole bunch in a row um there was a joke that started with ethnicities. It was like a Chinese guy, a whatever guy, an Italian guy. And by the time he got to the punchline, the ethnicities were completely irrelevant to the punch. There was no reason. It wasn't like Chinese guy stereotype. It was just, why did you tell me? Couldn't you have just said three guys? Poorly written FCAT essay. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was a teacher for 10 years. It's hilarious that you just brought that up. That's why Fenway was my favorite pen. Oh, my God. Do you have how many times I had to tell my students... Don't say I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Just tell me. You were, what did you teach? I taught English, what, so what I taught. F, I have middle school. That is so cool. Yeah, really. No, I was it gonna, wasn't. Cool. I was, was going to be an English teacher, but it's you're better off having not done it. It's, yeah, it's I not mean, good. It, so like, and that's the thing with Ed. <laughs> Thank is Ed will, Ed will absolutely go, I'm going to tell you a story about a taxi and then tell you like the wheels on the taxi, the color of the taxi, how many people are in the taxi. And then he'll go, anyway, so this guy walks into a bar and you're like, what the fuck was the rest of that for? The other one. So you start to see taxi like, so especially because I had sixth graders. So you start to see patterns because you know, they're all feeding from the same elementary school. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you start to notice somebody at that elementary school is training them to do something wrong. Yeah. Right. So I I would keep, keep I would going. keep getting these like it would always be a good half of my students that started every essay with, Do you like blank? <laughs> I do. And I'm like, oh man. And so I had to, I had Let to like, me tell you about the time. I had to beat that out of them. <laughs> I had to beat the, I am going to tell you about. I was like, I was like, I would always tell them, Imagine a friend of yours walks up to you in the hall and says, I am going to tell you about what happened at lunch. Would they do that or would they just start <laughs> telling you what happened at lunch? There's a parallel here. And I don't know if you like see this. 
I don't know how much you use like Instagram, but when people who like are the influencer type who is trying to share something, they'll write like a wall of text in the caption. And then to be relatable at the end, they will ask the question, what are your, some of your favorite playing? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that is what you just described. <laughs> These yeah. people are like, so, I don't know. I haven't seen Empty this. Shells. I haven't seen this in a That's while, but there a was a description of it. Uh, there was this trend going on for a long time. I, I haven't seen it in a while. You'd have sexy picture, sexy girl. And oh, then, I know where we're going And then this. underneath that... Wish I was that. Da-da-da. No. Okay. Underneath would be some weird, irrelevant question. It would be like, what are your dreams? Or like, how do you feel? And it was just like... So there was one that, you know, went viral. Pretty girl, sexy girl, or ass hanging out. And it says something like... It was like, what do you wonder? It was something like that. And then this guy wrote... Something an, about your butthole. So, <laughs> so then this guy wrote an entire essay about Jason Voorhees. So it was like, what do you wonder? Well, I wonder if he's a zombie. And if he's a zombie, how come he's an adult zombie? Because he died when he was a kid. So is he a ghost? <laughs> but if he's a ghost, why is he solid when he kids people? <laughs> it was just this whole... Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> I just saw a meme the other day that was... Uh, kind of along those lines of like somebody had posted a thing up on like Pornhub that was like they, like and about it was so like the title was like hot sexy girl sleeps with blah, blah blah right and then like someone had just asked the question underneath along the lines of like why do we park in a driveway and not park in a you know like uh, park in a parkway or whatever and like someone underneath had been like dude I'm trying to blow my load not blow my mind like why <laughs> like there it is well I think uh, we're I think we're good we've, <laughs> we've ran an hour I'm sorry for misleading you I, regarding um, we've already discussed this there will be no forgiveness and <laughs> you, no you, you are going to be with... banished like the attractive guy and so, uh, yeah. we'll have you back <laughs> yes of course we will um Instagrams and all that shit. You got My stuff. Instagram is patch. It's at it's at patches <laughs> underscore O'Hulahan. All right, like can from you, Dodgeball. Can you spell? Yeah, P A T C H E S underscore O H O O L I H A N. And to think that I'm a smart. To think that I got off, got off, that I got kicked out of the. I lost in the spelling bee in seventh grade on the word mozzarella. Kind of a fucked up word to put in there. That's Italian. That's yeah. That's yeah. not fair. And then I, like jacuzzi. What the fuck is that? Come on. So like, look, I, I, my mom was an English professor. I grew up with an English professor. Fucking talking about my language all the time. As an adult, the number of times I've had to like type out a sentence and someone's like, that's grammatically incorrect. And I'm like, I'm 33 now. I don't give a fuck about your rules. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever, uh, I've probably asked this before, but do you ever like, because I write now for a living, do you ever use a word in your writing or your speech and then as soon as you use the word, you go, Maybe that word doesn't mean what I think it means. Oh, absolutely. And you're just I mean, like, I try to like make sure it's the what I think it means yeah. because that does happen to me. Uh, it, the most embarrassing thing is when it's the opposite. Yes. Because that has happened to me. Dude. Uh, and it was so embarrassing. In the last, it's probably been 10 years now, but it still feels recent to me. I was going to use the word virtually. I thought virtually meant absolutely. 
Mm, and that's so a good, that's a good I started one. to type it and then something in my brain went, wait a minute, the root of this is virtual. Right. right that right. doesn't, that's like I can't not, be right about this. Yes. Okay. But that one's not as bad as some where, because that's not really opposite. You know what I mean? Sure. But like if it's opposite, yeah, yeah. I thought the bane of my existence meant like something Good. The opposite. Yes. Oh. And I was pretty young. <laughs> That's but great. Like, I said that like, and someone was like, "What do you mean?" And you, you probably got Bane and Boone mixed up because a Boone know. is a good I think, thing. I, I think I was just confused. Uh, so th <laughs> this is where I play it too cool for school because I'm in that same boat with you. But again, having my mother as an English professor and being a fucking adult now, just say when, I, when I find out the word is not what I mean, I got like, fuck it, they'll figure it out anyway. I'll <laughs> give beautiful. a shit. <laughs> I don't need you. Tell me. Got the, the Twitters and the other shit. I don't have shit. Twitter, but um, I have a show that I'm headlining. Yes, on when is this? the 19th of August. At Spitfire, um, it's the have big girl pants that Dre and Lauren run. Hell yeah! I don't. Wow, you just said a lot of words I didn't it's understand. It's like a chick. It's like a female empowerment. Or no, it's a. It's like a. I'm not going to do a good job describing it, and then I feel <laughs> like I'm doing okay. a bad thing. But it's like. Why um, did you say the words "big girl"? That's pants? what it's called. So Is they that the run name of show. the show? Yes. Got it. Okay. And I did a poor job. Executing that. No, I was I was go so fascinated that I had to I had to get to the bottom of that yeah. well. So you're doing that August nineteenth. Yeah, and I don't really have anything else. What what time is the show? I think it's at eight. I should eight? probably right. look, but you know. I mean you might want My to phone's because off. you you want to be there on time. <laughs> yeah. I should buy tickets at dot com. No? All right. I love you. <laughs> I tried. It's Spitfire. It's at All right. We're good. So, uh, Rafik. So, uh, how about this? To, yeah. How about this? How about this? How about this? Carry on, my wayward sons. Oh, that's so much better than what I was going to do. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of So How About This. If you liked that episode, please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, or leave a review. If you really liked this, tell a friend. If you hated us, Tell somebody you also hate. Tell five people that you hate about us. Find your arch enemy and convince them to listen to our podcast because you hate us so much and you want to punish them for it. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at So How About This One. That's the words So How About This, followed by the number one. If you have any questions you want answered on the show, just hit us up on Twitter and don't forget to stay tuned for new episodes.